0: Grab some wine and get comfortable, while Eileen and Sarah cover all things, myths, urban legends,
1: lore, and conspiracy. This is The Grape Juice Chronicle. Hey, welcome back to The Grape Juice Chronicles podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. What are we drinking? Because it smells incredible. We're doing tea tonight. It's peppermint bark mocha or something like that.
0: Oh my God, it's so good. It is pretty tasty. Ooh. A little spot of honey in it,
1: too. Yeah. It's perfect i love it yeah
0: so what's new in your world what are you up to i'm just trying to get ready for these races
1: mm-hmm
0: it's crazy yeah i bet <laughs> we're still waiting on um max's frame which is a pretty key component to a bike yeah that where i mean when is it expected it was expected about a month ago
1: oh my gosh the frame they
0: sent us is <gasps> the wrong frame <laughs> Oh no! It is for a cruiser, which is a 24 inch bike, and uh, Max is a 20 inch. So, oh,
1: yeah, that's a big difference. Huge. Okay. Huge, huge. Let's get that going here. I know. What are you up to? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Uh, back to work this week, and the kids are doing fine. And I would love to see some sun because I think they're missing, you know, going outside, playing yeah. outside, being outside. Yeah. It's just been like a swamp outside. I would love some snow. That'd be great, just oh, to cover up or freeze amazing. the ground at least, you yeah. know. So, yeah, that'd be nice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we do. It's this is like the
0: time of year when it should be all snowy, you uh-huh. know. Other, otherwise, everything just or at looks least like frozen.
1: Yeah, you know right. that'd be nice instead
0: of sloppy. Ugh, I despise mud. So mm-hmm. this is my least favorite time. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, you want to go first? You want me to go
1: first? It doesn't matter. Okay, I, I'm going to talk about a serial killer. And let me go first. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because I'm excited about it. Okay. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about vampires. Okay. So vampires are pretty mainstream in today's pop culture. There are as many different depictions of vampires as there are stories. They range anywhere from corpse-like and monstrous to breathtakingly beautiful and glittery in the sunlight. Hmm. (laughs) cult followings of these creatures have also been around for almost as long as brahm stoker's dracula when it was released in 1892 It's said that dracula was based off of vlad dracul or vlad the impaler he was born in transylvania and ruled from 1456 to 1452 he is
1: most known for fighting off the ottoman empire Mm -hmm. and that's who is in charge of his lineage is in the royal family the brits
0: Oh, really? Yeah, if they traced it, King
1: Charles, his lineage is from that family.
0: Because they invented the Ottoman?
1: (laughs) It is a pretty important piece in your living room. I'm not denying that, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Legends of Vlad talk about how he was a just but cruel leader. He was known to dine among the dying and dip his bread in their blood. Ew. Yeah. His nickname came from his favorite way of killing his enemies. He would impale them with a wooden stake. What? I know. That's gross. I know. Like you have a favorite way of killing people? Come on. Okay. Maybe he's a serial killer. Oh well, no doubt. But he like
1: hit mm-hmm. it in
0: more. Yeah. <laughs> Vlad was short and stocky with an aquiline nose, large nostrils, thin reddish face, wide green eyes, bushy eyebrows, and a large mustache. He sounds hideous.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So,
0: you see the similarities between him and Dracula aside from like the mustache and the bushy yeah. eyebrows? Because I think he was. I feel like you're describing
1: Harris. King Charles actually. Oh.
0: Oh. <gasps> Maybe he was him. a vampire. Truly. Or Vlad Mm hmm. In a different life. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Interesting theory. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to have to make some correlations. Uh huh. All right. So though most say that this was um, the inspiration for Count Dracula, Dracula expert, apparently there's an expert. She's actually like an English literature okay. professor. Okay. But she really dove into Dracula. Kind when of she fun. Was, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, during one of her lessons. And now it's like a part of all of her. Um, well, it was. She's. Yeah. She's gone now. R.I.P. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth Miller. So she said that it, w- it wasn't um, like his inspiration for Dracula. But. Okay. I don't know. Never know. You never know, right? Mm -mm. So during the Middle Ages, suspicions of vampirism were widespread. The plague brought forth what most would consider evidence of vampirism. The sickness would leave its victims with bleeding ulcers of the mouth. Another sure sign of vampirism during that time was the disorder as we call it today as porphyria. The disorder causes terrible skin blisters that are very sensitive to sunlight. Some say that you can relieve the symptoms by drinking
1: blood. Okay. other
0: illnesses that were mistaken for signs of vampirism was rabies and goiter
1: okay goiter, goiter that's like enlarged thyroid like iodine deficiency but i've also heard also during that time it was hemophilia where people mm. would get a simple little cut and they'd bleed like profusely yeah and perhaps not stop right yeah wow i could see that which also runs in that family anyway
0: <laughs> so porphyria porphyria how do you spell it <laughs> p-o-r-p-h-y-r-i-a yeah Por- I think you're right. (laughs) It was a disorder among many noble families due to inbreeding.
1: Yes. See, there we go. Right? Bada bing, bada boom.
0: Some of the signs are blisters on the skin, light sensitivity on the skin, pigment changes, receding lips and gums, inability of the skin to heal, and wild hair growth all over the body. Mm -hmm. This would often be associated with lycanthropy. Yes. Right? Yes. An allergy to garlic. Gee, that's not surprising. And one <laughs> did not like to see themselves in the mirror because of the deformity that the disease brought on. Okay. Crazy, right? Not to
1: go off on a spin here, but like also those families had like the huge and large jaw. Oh, yeah. Um, and like, what is it? I forget what king it was. Was it Prince or King? edward that had the enlarged she had to marry a cousin a first cousin
0: they all married their cousins they sure did sisters and brothers and and they mothers. had like a huge
1: huge and long jaw like it like an underbite and all that stuff oh my gosh yeah so attractive they were definitely not attractive. <laughs> and spin
0: away <laughs> yeah like the banter yeah so um, okay so also i was gonna say that as i read through this mm-hmm. you're gonna start seeing a lot of similarities to what we're hearing today so I already let's talk am. about it after. It, I already right? am. Yes, I'll save it for it. later. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. So due to the lack of ability to heal the skin from sun damage, people with porphyria would stick with going out at night. Hmm. So the myth says that long exposure to the sun would cause epileptic shock. Thus, the vampire could be defeated by exposing it to sunlight. Driving a stake through the heart was a popular method of defeating a vampire because when bodies were exhumed they would inevitably bloat so when they would drive the stake through them the releasing of gases would cause the body to deflate and sometimes project a moaning sound mhm i've had that first experience firsthand oh
1: when you were they drove a stake through I, you, I, know, you well, no that was another lifetime but when i was work helping out in the <laughs> er i've saw it's dirty. truly saw a, a victim that had passed away oh my god his belly was completely like the bloat is real and to hear about it and see it's one thing right i mean oh my gosh anyway and in real life yes like
0: nothing can compare no movie or whatever can prepare you for that right oh my gosh so one of the effects that porphyria brought on was very low levels of hemoglobin Mm
1: -hmm. so
0: people during the medieval era that had this disease practiced drinking fresh blood okay Another trait that is associated with vampires is the power of immortality. So they would sustain life by not only drinking blood, but also draining energy from people. Mm -hmm. Sexual power and soul energy, according to vampirefacts.net. That really hasn't changed, has it? Right. Does it not sound like what we're hearing about what's been going on in Hollywood and other elites in power? 110%. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. But just listen. There's Yeah, oh I'm listening. So well into the 19th century, the dead that were suspected of having this disease were burned, beheaded, or a stake driven through their heart after death to ensure they would never rise again. One of the most famous vampire stories is of Mercy Brown. She was a real person that was born and raised in Rhode Island. She was the daughter of a local farmer, George Brown. She became very ill and eventually passed like many others during that time from tuberculosis. Fun fact. My great grandmother also died of tuberculosis.
1: Oh, that's sad. Yeah,
0: my grandfather was like eight or nine. Yeah, it's such a common ailment back then. I know. So sad. And do you know that's what consumption was? Yes.
1: I don't think I actually
0: I, knew that. True, before.
1: true. I mean, true story. I didn't realize that until adulthood. I didn't know what that meant. Right. Yeah. I don't even know. Mm-hmm.
0: So during that era, it was very common for people to blame deceased loved ones for continuing family illnesses. There was very little understanding on how an illness spread and how to cure it. Because the medicine of that time could provide no answers, many leaned on paranormal explanations. When this was suspected, they would exhume the bodies to see if there were signs of vampirism. Hmm. Look, like, let's just dig up Aunt May. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, I don't even know. No, thank you. Can we just not do that because they didn't embalm bodies back then? No, they didn't. And why? Why did embalming go away? Because the Egyptians did it perfectly. Right. And then now, good point. like medieval times, we're like, you know, let's just throw them in a box. Like,
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I've personally either want to be cremated or have a Viking funeral. I, oh, I want I to be put cremated. on a boat and like just set ablaze yeah. and go out into the sunset in Jamaica, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Become chattel or Wait, chum, rather, oh for, my the, gosh. for the, the sharks. Anyway, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: just heard a story about this kid that in australia it was like him and a bunch of friends and they were on um they were on like a boat or whatever Mm -hmm. and they were pulling each other on a paddleboard or a surfboard behind the boat and then one of them got off and like swam up to the boat and then the next one got on but when he got on a shark came up a 16 foot great white shark (gasps) this wasn't recent no way a 16 foot great white shark came up and grabbed a hold of him like on his shoulder and was like dragging him around the boat. And then he was like, like his friends were trying to like, I don't know, it was like a paddle or an oar or whatever yeah. was trying to uh, get the shark. Well, no. Well, yes, that yeah. too. But also trying to get him to grab onto it so they can pull him. I mean, it's a 16 foot shark. Come on. Right. And then he, um, as soon as he like went to reach for it, the thing drug him under and his friends could see him and it let go. And then he it grabbed him around the torso and bit him in half and then it it took off with its upper half and another 16 foot shark came by and took off with his lower half the only thing they found was like part of a lung his freaking friend these were teenage boys his friends watched him get eaten by this shark yeah. Can you? I mean,
1: I, I can't, I'm sorry I brought that up. First of all, secondly, I know, I'm Sorry. <laughs> I, I we tangent. So no, it's fine. But the the bay that we swim in in Jamaica. Yeah. I feel very safe there. But it's 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 a. Let's just say that I know that I'm I'm. In my opinion, you're only contempt fate so many times. Right. And you know we snorkel. Like I I the more I do it, the more fearful I get. It should be the opposite. Right. And, and I just, I just can't, I will probably I will never, will go never do again. that. Yeah. No. After that story. Hell no. No.
0: I was like, oh my God. You hear that,
1: Sean? Just so you know, keep it in, in your mind. Okay? We're not going in the ocean. No.
0: Nope. Nope. Ever again.
1: <laughs> Stay on the I beach. Like, Holy crap. I
0: don't even know where we were. What were we doing here? <laughs> we're
1: talking about. All right.
0: Okay. Mercy Brown. That's what we're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. All right. So next they went to the tomb of Mercy Brown. Nope. Just kidding. We're going to go back. So, when her brother became ill, they suspected that it must be one of the family members that had already passed, and they must be sucking the life out of his son. When they exhumed the wife and younger daughter, they showed decomposed bodies. Mm -hmm. Right? Like... Okay. Because they don't embalm anything. There were no preservatives. Twinkies did not exist. Right. So, they were definitely, (laughs) like, skin and bones. Gotcha. So, next, they went to the tomb of Mercy Brown. Her coffin was an above was in an above ground tomb it was winter during her death so they placed her casket in the tomb until the spring thaw when they could dig the grave Mm -hmm. and sure enough she was perfectly preserved because it was fucking cold right right yeah so the body wasn't showing signs of rapid decay like most underground corpses would she was laying on her side she had flushed skin and still had blood in her heart and veins because she was frozen. Right. So (laughs) preserved. Yeah. Yeah. So despite the doctors stating that this was common with winter deaths, everyone immediately jumped on the fact that she must be a vampire. So they cut out her heart, burned it, and fed the ashes to her sick brother.
1: Oh, my God. Right? I'm so grateful that I did not live back then. I know. (laughs) Or maybe we did. I don't know. True that. True that. Yeah. Well,
0: surprise, surprise, it didn't work and he fucking (laughs) died. Come on. Like, I I guess that was, like, really common practice was to pull the heart and lungs out of the dead to make, quote, unquote, cures. Gotcha. For these illnesses that were going. Yeah, that's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about, like, actually spreading plagues.
1: Uh, No kidding.
0: (laughs) No kidding. You're eating body parts. I mean, granted, they are ashes, but still, like, you're eating the body
1: parts of the sick How did we come to that conclusion is what I want to (laughs) know. I don't know no thanks no thank you I don't know so apparently
0: this is pretty common practice during the 18th and 19th centuries there were about 18 cases of exhumed family members due to suspicion of vampirism during that time wild right
1: that is so wild I know oh my gosh it's
0: like and this was 200 years after the witch La- trials
1: oh the oh, oh. yeah okay. so we had
0: the werewolf trials mm-hmm. the witch trials and now we have vampire trials oh I wonder how far apart the werewolf one good point was, yeah right yeah like it's a cycle Mm-hmm. people go crazy so yes.
1: much so much shit happened in the name of religion um yes and catholicism you any religion you, you any name it religion. like it's just it's just so radical the stuff that people think that they should do like to burn people at a stake oh yeah we've talked about that but before, if they but- burn their innocent
0: Right, it's like how backwards is that? It, if they drown, so they're innocent. Yeah, it's like come on. Yeah, I oh uh, <sighs> no, it was crazy. So this was in 1892. If you think about it, that really wasn't that long no. ago. No, my house is older than that.
1: That's so crazy. I know that's nuts. I when know. was your house built? 18-
0: 1850. Wow. Right. So it really wasn't that long ago. I don't
1: give like, it get any creepy vibes
0: at your house, by the way. No, no, but apparently I was using. I think that she's AI cleared her. out yeah oh yeah i have so many fucking ghosts in that house really but they do nothing they just like hang out so i don't know if it's working or whatever but we literally have zero like even my kids
1: like we moved in when
0: doc was three because doc
1: is sensitive to that stuff
0: right it was max well it was max yeah Yeah. but like i mean i don't know that doc really said anything about it but like i don't know neither one of them said anything about you would know figures yeah isn't that crazy yeah that's good i don't know (laughs) (laughs) anyways so myths about vampires have dated back over 200 years. In the early days of vampire mythology, they were depicted as being bloated, corpse-like figures. Mm-hmm. Gee, I wonder why. Because you're digging up the friggin' dead, Right. Like, so the original myths only describe vampires as being the dead coming back in the night digging out of their grave and wreaking havoc on their town. There were no supernatural powers or beauty associated with them. That's a very modern depiction of them. In 2006, archaeologists found the remains of what appears to be a vampire as we know it today. The archaeologists were investigating a mass grave from 1576 of plague victims. One female, they found, had a brick forced into her mouth. Oh my gosh. It was common during that time for mass graves to be dug back up so they could add more bodies. Sometimes they would find bodies with a dark substance around the mouth and nose. And they would assume that they were vampires, so they would shove bricks and rocks into their mouths. That kind of
1: makes me wonder if they were still alive when they were buried. That's what I was thinking. Because they isn't that a sign of from... asphyxiation? Isn't yeah. that a sign when they get the bluish coloring around their mouth?
0: Well, I think, oh, I guess when I read it, it was more like blood on the nose and mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they died because they were suffocating under the freaking dirt. I can guarantee you that's probably what happened. Yeah, isn't that
1: awful? That's and awful. Then, and then
0: they shoved rocks into their yeah. faces.
1: Oh, my oh. God.
0: So, the Highgate Cemetery in London, England, is known to have numerous vampire sightings. In the 1970s, a girl was walking home at night when she was attacked by a tall, dark figure with a pale face and red eyes as she passed the cemetery. When a car approached, the figure completely vanished. The police took a report of the incident and stated that it was eerily eerily similar to many other reports in that area. Mm -hmm. So, in 1927, a Haitian woman named Anastasi pretty sure i said that right <laughs> confess that she would drug her niece and drain blood from her through small cuts between her toes that she would make
1: oh my god then she
0: would drink the blood she said she had an uncontrollable urge to drink human blood i think that's an actual condition as well yes you know yeah i think so too in 1727 so 200 years before mm-hmm. that's really weird yeah that's really weird okay a Serbian soldier returned from war, claiming to his fiance that he had been attacked by a vampire while he was away. He stated that he eventually hunted it down and killed it, but not before he became infected. Soon after he died, but in the weeks following, the townspeople claimed to see him stalking them in the night. Those that would see him would die shortly after. When they exhumed his body, they found new skin growing under his old skin. I don't know what that could be. But that's weird. That is very weird. Right? Hmm. Uh, in 2013, in Zimbabwe, a group of figures in dark robes gathered around a hit-and-run scene where several children were hit. They proceeded to drain their blood and drink it.
1: That is so gross. I know. I know. Oh, my God. Right? And horrible. That is very
0: horrible. I don't know. In 2015... Well, okay. Let's go back. Why are you standing on the side of a road in robes, first of all? Yeah. And they just so happened to be in the exact spot where there was numerous casualties, and they were
1: all children. I mean, come on. There's so many red flags there. Where do we begin with that one? Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. I'm almost done, so we can talk about it. Yeah. In 2015, a man in England admitted to slashing his friend's arms with a razor blade and collecting his blood, then drinking it. He said he needed it to survive, but then he immediately threw up. Because, obviously, uh-huh. you don't process blood. <laughs> I don't know. In 2007, a man in Hong Kong was at the hospital for an injury to his leg. While there, he stole three vials of blood and drank them. It was all caught on camera. I don't understand. There's gotta be, I mean, there's when you're done, we can talk about it, like yeah. the theories, but It's so weird. It's gross. It is really gross. In today's society, there are groups of individuals that identify as vampires. Yeah. They feed regularly on small amounts of blood from quote-unquote willing donors. I don't know who these people are, but they keep they keep to themselves it's very quiet community. and please continue to do so <laughs> right yeah there are also those that say that they don't feed on the blood but they feed on people's energies that I, is a fact yes i believe some people are energy drainers without even knowing it have you ever been around someone and feel completely exhausted after just like yeah a few minutes yeah so those are energy
1: drainers Obviously. Right. Like,
0: yeah, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect your energy.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about that. So protecting your energy, like besides meditation and setting intentions and stuff like that, prayer, whatever, whatever is your cup of tea, what else can you do to protect your energy? i don't know so i'm not I, a shaman i read but i read <laughs> you're not is, yeah i thought you I were know, but Bill i wanna told be. me you were i want to be so i thought you could write wear eight amethyst on your right hand have you mm. ever heard that before no i check into that let me know but, but I, I let do, me know i had that banded
0: agate and then i have um oh i forget what the other stone i have is but when i have when i go into social settings i have them in my pockets okay and i charge them in the full moon um, but I have them in my pockets and that's supposed to protect you too. Okay. It's supposed to basically put up like a guard, mm-hmm. right? That people with bad intentions or negative whatevers are going to be kind of repelled by you. No, which is great because I don't want to be around those people. So now
1: do you know, you might, I know this and you might, but if you have brand new crystals, you go get some crystals. Mm-hmm. Is it true that negative energy can be attracted to the uncleansed crystal as well is that why you put them in the full moon to cleanse i mean them? that would make sense okay. but yeah
0: i cleanse them in the full moon because all energies are still there and it's stagnant right like yeah you you want to clear out anything that's okay. been there i just i have been so meaning many... to ask
1: you that for so long and i keep forgetting to yeah. ask you
0: there's so many things that you can do i mean even in your home like i think it's what is it is it vinegar or salt water. I forget what it is. I'll look it up and send it to you, yeah. but you can set it into like the corner of a room okay? and then leave it there for, I think it's a week. okay? And then if there's negative energies in there, it actually attracts those energies mm-hmm. and it crystallizes in there okay. and then you go and dump it out. Okay, cool. Not in your home.
1: Yeah. Not in your home. Yeah. <laughs> Not in sure. your home. <laughs> yeah. So, and then back to the theories of, of these people or these entities. So like we, we, we hear so much about beings or people, or I think that they are afflicted either mentally ill Mm -hmm. or they are possessed. Politicians. Globalists. Celebrities. Celebrities. I mean, if you don't know this stuff by now, right? I mean where have you been? Yes. Welcome to our podcast. Yes. Welcome to this side of the podcast realm. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the
0: story about the cloaks, the cloaked figures. Yeah. Not the cloaks. The cloaks don't do anything. They hang on a hook until yeah. you pick it up and put it on. Yeah. The cloaked figures, that's what reminded me of it. And yeah. like you just had kids that went through a very traumatic event. There's yes. stress that's an adrenaline, mm-hmm. right, that's running through them and I mean, they're feeding on their blood so that they yeah. can have whatever that chemical is. I yeah, don't know. it's disgusting.
1: Yeah, but. the the, uh, the A starts with an A. Are we saying it? Are we gonna say it? I don't know that we can say. it. I don't it. know. We will get banned. It, it it's uh, a real rhymes thing. with
0: schminichrome. That's right. schminichrome.
1: Yep. Okay. So really quick. Yeah.
0: The um oh that's what it was. I was gonna look it up. So I was listening to Crime Junkies on the way here. Yeah. And um. I'm trying to start at the very beginning and work my way up. Yeah. So I was listening to the Lacey Peterson case. Did you oh, do you remember that one? Yeah. And did you know in that area, they I think they said there were like 7 or 8 maybe missing wig, women during that exact time, like time frame that Lacey went missing, they were also 8 months pregnant.
1: You know, I've heard some nuances of That being part of a satanic ritual killing, but I I I have not dove into that. We we should do that. But I I it's funny that you're mentioning this because I think these men that go like eight batshit crazy. I'm not saying that they are not crazy all along, but when they do something so severe and so drastic, I think they are all all being triggered or given the command. I After hearing what
0: they said, I don't know that it was her husband. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I think I, he was just a super unlucky
1: person. But the... Did you ever listen to that case? You got to listen to it because... Not for a long time. I Maybe I was more familiar. There's that one and there's that other guy, that other dude that's up like up north from them that killed his wife. Well, he she definitely... Was pregnant as well.
0: Well, and they had three kids. Yes. So the Lacey Peterson case... They've ended up finding her torso, but they found her an un- unborn baby too. And they said oh. there was evidence that the baby was alive five days after outside of her body. They're suggesting that it was outside of her body because the baby had electrical tape on his ear. Yes. What? He had he had a noose, he was hung, and he was disembowelled. Do you remember seeing the video about a certain celebrity and her talking about what she would witness with her dad? Yes. And during these satan- satanic yeah. things where it was a baby? Yes. That they would yes. disembowel and, yes. and hang up. This was, this was in California. Like, that is the Mecca of celebrities and china lake i mean come on
1: th- th- right. that is so fucking sick yeah i could wow. i was I'm so to angry look. it makes Listen me to so that episode because i was so
0: fucking pissed that that's what they I did wonder to how many people baby. don't
1: even know that like me like how like where is that information why isn't that being talked about it's awful
0: because the media needed to spin it they needed somebody to pin it on but all of the people that are in power were probably the ones that were there when they were disemboweling that fucking S- baby sra oh, it's satanic horrible. ritual
1: abuse happens all day Every day. Yeah. All around the world. And I can guarantee you that the United States of America is probably the main hub. I can guarantee you. It's so gross. I, so I, gross. I can't even... You have blew my... I'm going to go down a rabbit hole tonight, then. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. I'm so sick you about that. You have to listen
0: to that Lacey Peterson case. That, it's awful. It is awful. Like Whatever she went through, whatever that... That baby hadn't even been born yet and that's the only thing that it experienced and i'm sure that's what happened with all the other babies and moms that they they
1: kidnapped absolutely like sharon tate like she went through the same thing i'm not saying that that's there's a a, a, like a parallel there but same thing baby almost being ready to be born yeah and the baby is torn out of her mother's stomach and or his stomach or you know i I just i can't wrap my head around the evil i can't yeah it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Sorry to end it on that note. That's but okay. Well, I'm going to pick it up right from here. For the serial killer. <laughs> oh, that's no kidding. And, and the energy vampire thing yeah. is so real. I've had so that experience bad. myself. Yeah. And I'm sure that I am that way sometimes. Is it possible to, possible to be both an energy vampire and a person of light and um, happiness? Is that is that possible? I
0: don't know. Maybe. But I don't think that... I think whether it's... Intentional or unintentional, your frequency is what kind of sets the tone sense. for that. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? That does make like sense. if you're consciously I don't know. I was going to say if you're consciously aware of it but you're but but
1: people do it without even thinking about it or even believing in it. That I agree with. Like I find myself like all of a sudden I get like this intense anxiety and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden like I'm like why am I feeling this way? Like I acknowledge what I'm feeling instead of yep, letting you it have build to and build and build. Your and build. Yes. Yeah. I'm learning to do you that. You have to
0: listen to the signs. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I stopped hanging out with that one chick. Yeah. I had that the worst anxiety, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I had the worst anxiety. Ever when I was around her. I mean, every single interaction, it built more and more and more and more. And finally, I was like, oh, my God, I'm having, like, borderline panic attacks when I have to be around her. Yeah, I agree. I had
1: somebody like that in my life as well. Um, And a very nice person, like, as a human being, she mm does, you know, decent things. mm -hmm. But I, I I couldn't be around this person yeah. because I couldn't keep up with the perfection. Yeah. I, 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 right. It's like, I can't even, you're so unreachable. I don't even know what to do right now. Like, I feel like I have nothing to give to you. So I had to cut that out. Yeah. I had to cut it out. You have to do what's best for you. you it's know. hard. You're a people pleaser. It's hard to do that, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but, ugh all right let's talk about your thing what was so, your thing oh yeah serial killers uh, oh, yeah so
1: this one particular serial killer so we have a part-time contributor to the show my brother paul <laughs> hi Yay! paul
0: hi paul
1: in his spare time working hey, paul. 80 hours a week hey paul
0: you want to do an episode with sarah <laughs> while i'm gone
1: yes 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 <laughs> so he recommended um i look into this the case of it's very disturbing of samantha koenig or koenig it's k-o-e-n-i-g So I don't know this one. She was murdered, but I'm going to talk about her murderer first. Okay. Um, This is uh, the serial killer is the name a guy named uh, Israel Keys. Um, So this takes place in Anchorage, Alaska, within our Alaskan Triangle. I'm 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 I mean, I think you know everybody knows about the Alaskan Triangle at this point if you're a listener. So he was the second of ten children born to a large family whose parents were Mormon expats from Torrance, California. They're expat? so like Mormon and okay. like an ex you expatriate yourself or something whatever that to word Alaska, is Alaska
0: which is a part of the United States.
1: Well, they were like kind of like living on the land kind of people. Like they like did gardening that's and weird. okay. Well, the whole, I mean that sounds nice,
0: not, but I I, I think weird. everyone
1: yeah. would agree that I I personally think the Mormon faith is just so wrong like i i, just I think so everybody's religion faith is true so wrong <laughs> true that <laughs> but that's just times me. a thousand yes yeah. so anyway the keys he was part of 10 kids he was a second of 10 and his they were all homeschooled i'm not knocking homeschooling i homeschool but they were very isolated and um they were taught mormon beliefs until about 1983 and after they left the mormon faith key's father moved the family to a remote plot of land north of colville washington when he was just five so they were isolated from society and key's family lived in a one-room cabin 10 wait, wait, i'm sorry 12 people
0: oh so they moved from alaska to? no i'm sorry
1: i the, didn't follow. he's not in alaska yet oh, so they okay. they were from california now they're in washington state okay they're just going north yep okay they're moving on north so isolated from society all 12 of them lived in this little one-room cabin
0: that's on, awful.
1: Right. On Rocky Creek Road, where they lived without electricity or running water. What? Yes. And they attended services at a church called the Ark, which practiced right, white supremacist identity ideology. Which is a Perfect. huge red flag. That's a, that's like how you make a serial killer. Right. Keyes later described the Ark as an Amish-like church environment. And during this period of attending the Ark, the F- Keyes family befriended the neighboring family, the Chevy Cahill, who was later convicted of a triple murder in 1996. So, you know, his formative years, not only is he moving a lot, he's like completely packed in like a can of sardines with this family that's stressful not socializing with the outside world and his only people that they befriended was a murderer
0: in Perfect. a future
1: yeah. right so keys was ostracized by his peers mainly because of his strange behaviors and also when he skinned a deer alive in front of them alive alive what the fuck right and another time he hung a cat to a tree and shot it to death oh <gasps> Oh, my God. So another. These are like, it's like almost like cookie cutter. Yeah. Right. They literally write textbooks about this guy. What the fuck? Exactly. In addition, he would rob people's homes for fun and start wildfires in the woods, steal guns from people's homes and resell them. Oh, my God. The family relocated to Maine. So they went from Washington State to Maine. That's really far. Right. I mean, that's. Just about as
0: far as you can get. <laughs> Why not <laughs> in the United States? Oh, my God. So, Even Alaska
1: was closer. Right. <laughs> like So they're working on a mostly Amish settlement in Maine to harvest maple syrup. And it was around this time that Keyes declared to his family that he was an atheist and developed a strong interest in Satanism, which led to his eviction from their home. In the summer of 1998, Keys sexually assaulted a teenage girl in Oregon. So oh, yeah. he went from Maine to Oregon. So he's like hopping all over the place. Not his How first old assault. He? I'm not sure. So 98. He was born. I think he was. I think he must have been about in his 20s. Okay. Um. So not his first assault. The one in uh, that I just talked about, 98. So he admitted that he stalked her from a tree line before violently assaulting her. Shortly after that, he joined the U.S. Army from 98 to 2001, and in 2001, Keys was arrested with a DUI. Somehow, was honorably discharged. And moved to Washington State. Oh, my God. That's awful. Now, it is said that Keyes targeted random people just getting his feet wet, per se. Authorities would later state that Keyes preferred to target women who were not mothers, nor did he target children, as he had a daughter himself. So some, I think in the military time frame, he ended up um, uh, becoming his wife or girlfriend became pregnant. I'm not really sure who, okay. if he stayed with them or not. So he was, he was terrified of his daughter learning his, her secret or his secrets. However, authorities believe that they suspected, they suspect him of killing several teens and children, even though he says that wasn't his M.O. He is believed to have committed his first murders as a teenager between 96 and 97 in and around Colville. Julie, this is what they suspect. And he never admitted this colville is in alaska colville is in washington state i'm okay. pretty sure hold on a second let me check here i know i'm hopping around state to state no, no you're good washington state okay so julie harris a 12 year old special olympics medalist in skiing disappeared in 1996 her remains were found a year later in a wooded area a few miles away Cassie Emerson, another young girl from the Colville area, was reported missing after her mother's remains were discovered in their burned-out trailer home in 1997. What? Cassie like he kidnapped her and then burned the mom yeah. inside the trailer? What the fuck? Right. Cassie's remains were found in 98, about 13 miles from their home. There were no arrests in either case. Keys did not admit to killing the girl either, but did admit that his first act of arson was with the trailer. When questioned by police, Keys' one-time fiancé asked if he was responsible for, ki- for killing the two uh, Colville girls. Keyes did not admit to any murders during his three years in the U.S. Army, but did admit to twice attempting rapes of women, one with a prostitute while leave in, while on leave in Egypt and another time with a college student he met in Israel.
0: Oh, my God.
1: He is believed to have resumed his killing spree in about 2001 following his military discharge. Keyes admitted to investigators that he killed four people in Washington state and claims that he is the subject of an active investigation by the state police and the FBI. He did not have any felony record in Washington, although he had been stopped on two occasions for minor driving related offenses. Authorities were reviewing unsolved uh, murder and missing persons case to determine if any can be linked to Keyes.
0: That's wild. So there's no evidence,
1: like, it, even it, with all of the DNA crap that we've got. I think of the 11 suspected, three have been solved. That's And awful. one of which is the one girl I'm going to talk about. So he's a suspect in a series of 2001, I'm sorry, excuse me, 2007 crimes by the Boca Killer near Boca Raton, Florida. The first case tentatively links keys to the murder of Randy Gorenberg, who in 2007 was abducted from a shopping mall parking lot. Within an hour, her body, with two fatal bullet wounds, was dumped at a different location. Oh, my God. So it sounds just like him. That's the, awful. The second crime was the kidnapping of an, an unidentified woman who claimed she and her toddler son were abducted from a shopping mall parking lot in August of 2007. Though the kidnapper wore a mask and sunglasses, the victim caught glimpses of his face and described him as a tall, athletically built man with long hair and generally matching Key's descri- description. She was released, unharmed, after the assailant forced her to withdraw cash from an automated teller machine. The third Boca case was the murder of Nancy uh, Bochicchio, 47 years old, and her 7-year-old daughter, Joey, who were found fatally shot in their vehicle in a mall parking lot on December 12, 2007. Oh, my God. That's crazy. It is crazy. And he confessed to at least one murder in New York State. So this guy's, like, all over the place. In 2012, authorities had not determined the identity, age, or sex of the victim, or when and where the murder may have occurred, but regarded the confession as credible. So the one he's talking about is in New York State. Yeah. He owned 10 acres in New York State, and some place, the town of Constable, and he also confessed to committing bank robberies in New York and Texas, and the FBI later confirmed that Keys robbed the community bank in Tupper Lake, New York. So this guy like is all over like the place. He is like a
0: serial criminal. Like it not Exactly. There is no yeah. mo. He yeah. literally like if it's bad, he does it. Yeah. Like.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? He. The authorities claim that Keys may have murdered a woman believed to be Deborah Feldman in 2009 in New Jersey and buried her near Tupper Lake, New York. He also admitted to murdering Bill and Lorraine Courier of Essex, Vermont. The Keys broke into their home on the night of June. 8th of 2011 and tied them up before driving them to an abandoned house where he shot bill oh before sexually assaulting and strangling lorraine their bodies have never been found
0: oh my god wait so how do they know that it happened did he admit to it he must have
1: yeah that's a good question
0: oh my god that's awful
1: oh he yes it says he murdered them it's so disgusting so two years prior, Keyes hid a murder kit, which he later used near the courier home. And after the murders, he moved most of the contents to a new hiding place in Parrishville, New York, where they remained until after his arrest. Keys is a suspect in the murder of Jimmy Tidwell, an electrician who disappeared near Longview, Texas on February 15, 2012, during a bank robbery in Texas, Azle, Texas. Uh, the culprit is believed to be keys. He wore a white hard hat similar to Tidwells. He burglarized up to 20 to 30 homes, robbed several banks between 2001 and 2012. So, Keyes planned murders long ahead of time and took extraordinary action to avoid detection. Unlike most serial killers, he did not have a victim profile, just like you said. That's why it's hard to pin him down. Plus, he was all over the place. Exactly. He usually killed far from home and never came to the same area twice, typically. Of his murder trips, he kept his mobile phone turned off and paid for items with cash. He had no connection to any of his known victims. For the Courier murders, Keys flew to Chicago, where he rented a car to drive 1,000 miles to Vermont. He then used the kill kit he had hidden two years earlier to perform the murders. So as if I haven't covered enough red flags, Keyes is said to have idolized Ted Bundy. Probably not a shock, right? Oh, my God. He even tried to escape the courtroom like Bundy did during his trial. Unsuccessfully, though. Keyes told a journalist that he had studied serial killers and that it was a hobby of his. this guy's like like completely insane. So I'm going to talk about his final victim. Okay. Her name is Samantha Koenig. And on February 1st, 2012, just before 8 p.m. No, that's the day that Max was born. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. (laughs) Samantha Koenig was kidnapped at gunpoint from the coffee shop she worked at in Anchorage, Alaska. Although Anchorage is Alaska's largest city, only about 10% of it is populated leaving ample space for predators to hunt. Her kidnapper was a man by the name of Israel Keyes, a 34-year-old man from Alaska who has his own construction business and a small kind of quiet life. Originally from Utah, Keyes claims to have committed his first murder in 98, shortly after he enlisted in the U.S. Army. And by the time he encountered Samantha Koenig, he killed up to 10 to 11 people, including Washington, New York, Vermont, and Florida. Samantha's hands were bound, during in the coffee shop. Bound, napkins were stuffed in her mouth, and the kidnapper forced her into his truck. The man told her that he only wanted to collect ransom and nothing more. And unfortunately, that turned out to be false. Instead, he took her to uh, he took her cell phone and debit card and tied her up by the neck. Samantha was raped and then strangled to death. He then left her lifeless body in the shed. Went inside and packed a travel bag for himself and his 10-year-old daughter
0: oh my god his fucking daughter was with him it's so
1: sick this is like the btk killer though he had a family he had a wife and daughter I know. it's just it's, it's just psycho. like it's it's like a disassociation yes you know what i mean yeah did um
0: did the girl witness though, this? no thank oh god. well that's good
1: yes that's all so fucked up it is he planned on taking his girlfriend and his daughter on a 14-day caribbean cruise now remember that he wanted a ransom for her too, but at that moment he left for his vacation. Samantha's family didn't report her missing until the next day because her night she was working the night shift. FBI. Did s- nobody
0: at the coffee shop
1: realize that she wasn't there? I I do agree that's kind of odd, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, was she the only one at the coffee shop? But even then, like, wouldn't people come in I- with the alarm? Like, you your alarm wasn't set when you left. Yeah.
1: I mean, are we talking, like, Anchorage is, like, a big city, right? I don't I don't know. Yeah, but you
0: did say it was only 10% populated, yeah. but, like, as a business owner, unless she owned the coffee shop, which it doesn't sound like. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you see that your alarms weren't set when she should have left? Yeah. It's
1: good like, point. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Like, I feel like there's so many other things. Like, wouldn't you? Yeah like did she live with anybody did she like i just have so many questions like why was it so long or maybe not that it really would have helped maybe she
1: went out at night after her shift and like hung out with friends and stuff like typically and they just didn't think anything of it i thought about that too that's so crazy yeah so if you
0: ever like miss a text i'm just immediately gonna call the police
1: can okay. you do that, please? Yep, please do. I will. <laughs> FBI specifically, no. <laughs> yes. FBI soon got involved, but there were no leads. And as Keys disguised himself before the kidnapping, so I think he had some kind of mask on. Uh, F- uh, so, excuse me. Israel Keyes t- returned from his vacation on February 17th, 14 days later. And it was then that he decided that he would demand ransom for Samantha. That's a long time. Uh-huh. Keys took a fishing line and sewed her eyes open. Oh, awesome. Then brushed her hair, braided it, and applied some makeup to her face. Great. Then, Keys propped her body up against the wall, all to take a proof-of-life photo alongside a current edition of the Anchorage Daily News. To show that she was alive, of course. A few days later, on the 24th, Keys texted Koenig's boyfriend from her phone and told him to go to a local park where he'd find a package waiting there for him. There the police found the package, which contained her proof of life photo and a note demanding $30,000 be deposited into her, her account. And her parents quickly paid that ransom. Great, uh-huh. Now, sadly, they obviously never got her back. She would never return. As if it were all horrendous enough, Keys dismembered her body and tossed them into a frozen lake north of the city. Stupidly enough, Keyes was using her debit card, and the FBI was able to track Keys from Anchorage, Arizona, New Mexico, and then Texas. During one of Keys' withdrawals in Arizona, the ATM footage showed a white Ford Focus. And on March 13th, a state trooper in Texas spotted the Ford Focus in a motel parking lot. The trooper searched Oh my God, the... wait, what year was this? This is in 2012. Oh my God, I was in Phoenix. That's so crazy. Oh, That's so crazy, girl. That's crazy. Oh, my God. So they found, they they associated, like, the, his, they found her debit card in the car, his car, and her cell phone. So he wasn't that smart. You know, he just basically kind of, like, got too comfortable. Cocky. Cocky? For sure. No doubt. And Ugh. they, he was arrested. Sadly, Samantha's family would never get justice, as Israel Keys, of course, took his own life. He's a fucking coward. He slit his con- wrists using yes. a confiscated razor blade and then hung himself, which was not successful, but he still died. I hope it was slow. And I hope fucking so, too. Painful. Me, too. Creepily, Keyes left behind a message in his cell that said, we are one. On another site I read, it said, ode to murder. And he drew 11 skulls with his own blood and a large pentagram, alluding to his 11 victims had been a satanic ritual sacrifice. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. That is awful. It's horrible. But yeah. Oh, my God. There's a lot of serial killers that come from Washington State, Oregon, Alaska, California. Ohio. Well, oh, that's not. <laughs> Watertown, New York. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, who came from Watertown, uh, New I York? his face. Hold on. Let me look it up. We can, we can look it up later. But I know it's a big one. Well,
0: this so is the darkest episode. <laughs> For real. Okay, wait. So real quick. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. I don't know if I've said this on here before. But, so, Bill's company has a program that they work with for convicted felons that have been released, so they do... Oh, like a work program. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, they do this, like, company thing where they go to... Who is that? Arthur... Arthur Shawcross, Shawcross the Genesee
1: River Killer.
0: Oh, I know we don't do um, serial killers, but like, oh, my God, this stuff is like so freaking it's dark. fascinating, yeah, right? It, it, it,
1: I completely agree. Like the mind of a serial killer. It's usually like a mom issue. They like if yeah. you watch the mind or of... a lack of a father. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't... What were you going to say, though? If you um, watch what?
1: Uh, It's called Criminal, not Criminal Minds, Um, but it's another one. There's like only two episodes, two series or two seasons. Oh my gosh, I can't think of it right now, but it's like the guy who started the FBI program of,
0: yeah, wasn't it like um, making a killer,
1: making something like that, something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so they every year they would buy like a section at the football game, right, and then they will tailgate and stuff. And the second year, I was talking to this guy that works for the company, and um, as we're going in, Bill's like, "Oh, did you? Oh, did you meet Bill?" And I was like. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know what his name was. But yeah, he was really nice. Like, you know, we had conversation, blah, 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 whatever. He goes, oh, he just got out of prison," And I was like, okay. <laughs> and he's like, he goes. But there's um, more. <laughs> but there's more. He was in prison for murder.
1: Hmm. He caught
0: his wife having sex with his best friend. Ooh. And he, I don't know if he killed both of them or just one of them. Mm-hmm. But he... Beat them to death with a rolling pin, I believe.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: Anyways, that's not really the horrible part. (laughs) That was a crime of passion. Yeah. Anyway, so he, um, while he was in prison, he was in prison with Son of Sam. Whoa. And he slit Son of Sam's throat when he was in prison. Okay. And Son of Sam was so afraid of him that he wouldn't even tell the guards that it was him.
1: Wow. Yeah. Does this guy still work with Bill? No. Oh. What happened to him? Isn't, I don't know. But isn't that wild? That's very wild.
0: I could. I was like, well, he likes me, so I guess <laughs> good, I'm on good. his good side.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I'm going to bring you a cup of coffee. Do you need anything else? Right.
0: <laughs> so that doesn't... I mean, that tells you that, like
1: premeditation versus crime and passion
0: well no but like it could literally be anybody you can i mean my it's mama not always they that big i mean
1: sometimes there's signs right my mama always said <laughs> that we're one decision away for that's all you, or three decisions i can't remember the saying of course i can't You're one decision
0: away from for, a completely different life
1: yes yeah thank you that, yeah it's so true though it's really true yeah I
0: yeah mean, that quote popped up the day after bill and i decided to move to new york isn't that crazy? That is very crazy. Yeah. That's a huge
1: decision. It is. Yeah. And we have
0: a completely different life than what we would have had in Phoenix. I mean, yeah. moving here allowed us to have a life that was more focused on family, you yeah. know, and
1: would, everything would, else that we wanted. We would never have met. Or maybe we would have somehow in a weird way. In Jamaica. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know.
0: I know, right? I know. I love it. I, I mean, even if things happen and you don't... Like you're upset about it. It wasn't what you wanted at the moment or whatever you have. Everything happens for a reason. And yeah. you may not see it at that moment. But later down the line, you're going to be like, holy shit, I'm so glad that didn't happen yeah, because weird. I would be in a horrible it's position so true. right now.
1: It's so true. And, you know, thinking about like my former marriage, like, you know, we we were both complicit, you know, and making not making it work. You know, it's not just one person before I always went there. But You know, but now here I am now. My life is completely different. Mm -hmm. My husband's completely different. You know, just everything's different in a good way. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. It's like, well, why? You know, I'm upset because we're house hunting and we didn't get that one house that I really liked. Well, thank freaking God because there were a lot of problems with that house. Like,
1: you know, like different things. Or even a job. Even jobs. Yes.
0: Even jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you just have to, it's hard. It's hard to be in that mindset, but you Mm -hmm. have to look back and say, okay, how many times did it actually work out for the better, even if it took years? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
1: Although in a different reality, it kept going that way.
0: That's true. (laughs) That's true. But like, if we wouldn't have moved here, I don't know where we would be in Phoenix, but we sure as hell wouldn't be able to have the freedom that we do now, especially during COVID. Yeah, Bill and I would have been in a really bad situation, yeah, you know? That's true. So it's really true. I don't know. I feel bad for the person in that timeline. That's (laughs) right. Unless something else happened, you know, that, like, put him in a better position, but, like... That's right. Oh, my gosh, it's crazy.
1: Well, this has been great. I'm going to miss you next week.
0: I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's
1: okay. Um, It's okay. We'll be in Vegas. (laughs) We're going to have a surprise guest, I think, next week. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah.
0: That'll be exciting.
1: Yeah.
0: So, all right, well...
1: Keep those tinfoil hats on. And your teacups full. That's right. Good night, night, guys. Hi. We'd like to thank you for listening to The Grape Juice Chronicles. If you have a story you'd like to share, please email us at thegrapejuicechronicles at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And remember, keep your eye open and you may discover the hidden secrets of our world and beyond.